Hello, I'm Mark Tucker. Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg. Welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Hey, Alan. Hey, Mark. How have things been? Oh, it's been good, generally. <laughs> um, it, I'm excited. A couple of weeks, uh, Alexa Live is happening. Alexa Live is coming up. We're coming up on our 100th episode. I know. That is so cool. It's, it's Congratulations, Early. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing and surprising. Um, and we're recording this just before Voice Global. And all sorts of stuff is going on. So yeah. it's uh, always exciting. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it seemed for a while that things had quieted down when it came to voice. And it seems like stuff is happening again. Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of fun. I, I I like seeing that. I like seeing when the new version of something comes out and kind of checking out to see what's going on, which is something that's happened this week right. with, uh, yeah. with Alexa presentation language. Yeah, no, the, the latest version is out. And uh, well, why don't you, you quickly review and remind people what, what Alexa presentation language APL is, and then uh, we'll start talking about some of the changes. Okay. So for Alexa, you have screen devices, uh, smart displays, and the uh, language that you use to create those screens um, is called Alexa presentation language. And um, like if we were to do kind of like parallel between like web programming and, and Alexa smart display, then APL is kind of like HTML. It's, it's got the ability to do structure. It's... Um, you can do components. You you can do kind of like uh, like styles and stuff, like kind of like CSS. It's all it's it's all completely different. It's definitely not web, um, but it it kind of accomplishes the same purpose. And the underlying structure of that is JSON. Yeah. So so you say it's it's HTML, and I kind of think of it as it's an interesting mix of HTML and CSS. And it, it's, it's not really JavaScript, but it's got kind of built-in stuff from JavaScript. Yeah, it's got some built-in functions. It's got the ability to do data binding. So you can separate your, your data from the, the, presentation. the presentation. And, and it's, got, it's got events. It's got, you know. Yeah, you know, commands, it's got some, events. Right. Yeah. It's got things so that stuff can happen on the video, you know, on the video side without constantly having to go back to the server. Yeah, so you can do you know, text and images and, uh, and video and vector graphics. And audio uh, animation. with APL, and audio with yep. APLA and. Yep. So, you, can, you, so you, you get to do all kinds of um, stuff with it. And, um, and it's a little bit, you know, takes a little bit of getting used to because it's not like something you've seen before. It's something that was custom built for, for Alexa. Okay. So that's kind of an overview of Alexa presentation language. We've talked about it before. Um, it's, it's just a great way to add additional functionality. It could be interactivity, either via voice or touch uh, to, to augment your, your you know, skill, whether it be a game or some sort of a utility or, or you know, and, quiz and the, or whatever. And the widget functionality for uh, the show 15 and presumably for other ones, looks like it's built on top of APL as well, correct? That's correct. Yeah, so, um, so you can do 
uh, individual widgets. Uh, it's not something that's it's been announced in the past. It hasn't it's not something that's generally available. Maybe that will be something that will be generally available uh, in a couple of weeks. Alive. I'm, I'm hoping that's actually something that's on my wish list that uh, hopefully will will come out. So interestingly, they announced this new version before Alexa Live. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? They did. So the first thing that's going to be interesting is the versioning. So in the past or the most recent version of APL before this release that came out this week um, was version 1.9. Now, APL itself, like the language has a version and that's 1.9. And then there's also, you can group uh, components together into into like bigger components that are reusable. And there is a, there are libraries of components or templates that APL gives you and they have their own versioning numbers and you can import those in. But we're talking about like the general language itself. And so when you specify uh, an APL document, which is kind of the root structure where everything lives um, for a particular screen in APL, then you have to give what the version number is. Uh, so the first thing that's to note is that there's a naming change. Um, so instead of going 1.9, the next version is 2022.1. Of course, um, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, so they're so they're switching. Uh, you know, we'll have uh, APL 95 and, and Millennial ME. I don't know. No, <laughs> it's I don't know. They're APLNT. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The new technology of the uh, yeah no. It's not, it's not, I don't know. It hasn't gone the crazy path that Windows OS naming has, but who knows, right? Well, um, it probably did do so though for much the same reasons that it, you know, if uh, that, that people who were parsing the APL version number, suddenly does that mean that, you know, version 1.10 is the same as version 1.1? Does it parse before 1.2? Is it numerically after 1.9? So you can kind of see where it suddenly got ambiguous. Yeah. And they made it unambiguous. That's sort of. true. It's, and and it, it is kind of interesting. So the, the, so the, the idea going forward is, is that um, they haven't said how many releases a year they will have or they anticipate of APL. But the first release of the year will be the year dot one. The second release during the year will be dot two, dot three. Um, so you'll you, at least you have some sort of a reference like when this came out. Now, yeah. the things that are included in this most recent version of APL doesn't necessarily seem like they're major changes under the hood. So I don't know, or at least from the developer's perspective, maybe maybe something's changed significantly under the hood. I don't know. So I don't know if the version number is is to reflect kind of the code base behind the scenes and maybe some big things, you know, changed and they they ported and but the functionality is is kind of the same or I'm not sure exactly why the why the the um, number changed, but uh, um, it, it shouldn't really affect um, Otherwise, just as you're creating new documents, you'll just use this new version number. Okay. So it's been a while since we actually talked about the um, APL. I don't remember which one we actually last covered. Uh, what are some of the changes that we've, we've seen recently? 
the the bigger changes at least that we've seen recently. One change that they've made, which is just really a, a small change, there's been the ability to uh, have video inside of a screen, and you you can create your own player controls and pause and and start and you know change the scrub to the certain uh, position mm-hmm. inside of the video and stuff like that. Uh, but there's a new dynamic property that they've added called mute. So that allows you to mute the audio. So I haven't okay. really tried this, um, but uh, yet I haven't had a chance. But it, what it seems like is that you could be playing the video and and then mute it and the video would still continue to play, but then the audio wouldn't play. And there's, you know, you can get events that tell you like that, whether it's muted or not muted. And then you can, since the property is dynamic, it means that you can uh, change it as it's happening. Okay, that all makes sense. Yeah. You know, again, it's, it's you know, related to the fact that you can now hook it up to other events that you're, you're working on and be able mm-hmm. to mute it through those other events. Yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. different things could happen. Yeah. I, I haven't really thought of a case where I would use that yet, but um, apparently the, the use case came up uh, someplace. So that's what, um, so that's available now. The other thing I want to talk about is Lottie files. Okay. What are Lottie files? Because I, I, I'll be honest, I have never, <laughs> I, I, I think I heard them the first time we talked about this with APL. And I don't think I've run into them since. So remind me what Lottie files are again. All right. Um, I would have to look on the website to, to see how old Lottie files are. It might only be four, maybe five years. I don't, I'm not sure. But um, Lottie files you'll see in the web and it's all about animation. And I guess it doesn't have to be just the web, but I'll go back and I'll kind of give you my my understanding of Lottie files. You can definitely deep dive into them a lot more. But the idea is that um, you have vector graphics and you want to be able to do animations. And so um, SVG, um, Scalable Vector Graphic Format, is XML based. Mm -hmm. Um, Lottie files are JSON based. So what they've done is, is taken the structure of XML and somehow converted it to um, JSON, um, not necessarily unlike how Alexa Vector Graphics, in order to get SVGs into um, APL screens, you have to convert the SVG in XML format into AVG, Alexa Vector Graphic Format, which is JSON. Now the structure for Lottie Files, JSON, and Alexa Vector Graphics, JSON, are different. Of course. But but it's kind of the same thing. You could have layers, you can have paths, you can have set properties like color, but you can also define animations. So, you can create, you can, like your designer could use um, Adobe After Effects and create an animation and then export that as a Lottie file. Or you could go to a website called Lottie Files and there are like a community of, of Lottie files and you can see what they look like. You can see the animations. To a certain extent, you can go in and kind of tweak like how fast does the animation play? Or in some cases, 
you can like change the colors or, or different things like that. So there are some customization, fairly easy customization to do, um, but kind of the combination of the SVG structure plus the animation um, instructions is all contained in a single JSON file. And that is a Lottie file. Hmm. Okay. I guess that makes some sense. So then, because and, and and you know, there's a number of different players that have have come in and you know played, um, added their added stuff to it, and then you know, uh, lots of different open source uh, providers. To, so you can show a Lottie file on the web. You can show a Lottie file um, on mobile, whether that's Android or iOS. You could you know, in desktop, okay. different frameworks have. Um, players or whatever Lottie file players um, that you can then play Lottie files um, lots of different places. So <clears throat> what's happened in the APL world is there is a tool that will convert a Lottie file into Alexa vector graphic. And so in the end you have APL and you'll have the same type of components um, like there is a, a vector graphic um, component, and then there is a section in APL where you define your graphics, and that will use its own format for defining what other are the layers and the paths and the text and and what colors and stuff, and then then you can you know animate it. And there's a kind of like on the web, there's a number of different ways that you could animate something on the web. You know, you could use CSS for animations. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there's a tool that you could uh, take CSS animations and then convert them into animations um, or, or more like easing functions that, that can be used in animations. And there's a animate item um, event that you can use. And so there's, there's, there's a couple of different ways that you can do animations in um, APL. And there's, you know, if you've got a dynamic property, um, you can animate it. It can be some of the built-in components of APL, like a text component or a frame component. Um, so you're not necessarily constrained on what you can animate in APL. But when it comes to the implementation of Lottie, then Lottie files are imported as Alexa vector graphics. And so then you're actually animating different parts of the AVG, which is a little bit different. And kind of the way that you do it is a little bit different too, as opposed to um, setting like easing function properties and things mm -hmm. like that. Then there is a, um, a property that, that the system APL itself makes available called elapsed time. And so you can actually bind to that elapsed time and it will, you know, every time that there's a, a change, I don't know how frequently it does it, um, but but the the elapsed time just keeps increasing. Blah, 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 blah. So you can create a resource, which which in APL is a resource is could be colors, it could be numbers, it you know for like dimensions of screens, it could mm -hmm. be almost anything. There is a type of resource in APL called an easing function, which okay. the, which you can the input the single input could be time that's based off of this elapsed yeah. time. And you could say at different points in time, then 
Is it on a, is it a curve? Is it a line? Is it a, so, uh, so you're, you're, so you're defining the function about how to, how to process time and how far along the animation it needs to be at yeah. each part of the time. Okay. And then you can use that easing function um, at different things like for translate or for mm -hmm. you know, things that you would typically animate. Um, it could be size, it could be you know, wh whatever. So, um, so it's a little bit different functionality to, and a way to do that. Um, but, but that's kind of under the scenes, that's the functionality. So um, Lottie files were introduced in APL back in version 1.6. Okay. And I guess it's important to note that Alexa's um, Alexa vector graphic AVG structure is really a subset of functionality that's available in SVG. So, and because SVGs are converted into Lottie files, then um, there <laughs> is, there, there's a certain number of functionality that Lottie files have and AVGs are lagging that as well. Okay. So when you, when it first came out in 1.6, there was certain things like, and, and generally still, I think is the case that you want to pick simpler Lottie files to use in AVG. Um, and as part of the conversion process, then, um, then it could identify that certain things didn't convert over and, and it may not work. It's just, Depends. So if, if the feature is not supported, there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, exactly. And there's, you know, like for there's, there's a subset. So I think there's only certain types of gradients that AVGs support, um, whereas Lottie files support a bigger array, you know, array of, of, of gradient possibilities. Okay. And so if, if the Lottie file is based off of a different type of gradient that AVG supports, then it's not going to support it. Um, and so this is like the third release. I don't, I can't, I can't remember. I think 1.9, there was some additional functionality for Lottie files that were added. And here in this 2022.1 version, um, it's added some more. So uh, Bezier interpolation, linear interpolation, alpha masks, um, some radial and stroke gradient stuff. Okay. So, um, so, so you'll, you know, your mileage may vary based on, uh, what you're trying to do with Lottie, um, but it is a really uh, convenient way for a designer or somebody that has skills with animation to create something and just hand that off to be used as opposed to reinventing developers, yeah. which we used to have to do, which was try to like try to match it. And we had kind of had to be an expert on how to translate a design that had an animation into how do you code that animation? Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it's getting easier so that you don't necessarily have to do that. Well, and again, um, it's, it's useful to have these tools do the, well, first it's useful to have these tools that do the animation. So you can just say, you know, that's the one I want uh, tweak it with these parameters, right. You know, animate it faster or, you know, instead of blue, I want red. Um, and then to also have tools to take this standard format, and put it in to make, you know, to make developing APL easier for, yeah. for designers who may not be used to APL at this point. Exactly. And, and, and that's also kind of um, something that's, that's changing as well. Um, and I'm hopeful that 
the actual converter from Lottie files to AVGs will actually be open sourced at some point in the future. It currently isn't. So, you know, I'm a big uh, fan of APL Ninja. I use that for designing my APL screens, um, but there isn't currently an importer or converter from Lottie files to AVG. Um, and that's not something that Alexa's open sourced yet. So that their team, if in order, so in order to get a Lottie file converted AVG into my screen on APL Ninja, I actually have to go to the tool that Amazon provides inside of the Alexa developer console and create a new visual component, at which point I can import a Lottie file and it will do the conversion. And then now I have a tool that in some ways is, is similar to APL Ninja and I can then take the whole JSON um, code you know, section of, of my APL document and I can copy and paste that into um, the document APL, Ninja, APL Ninja and then and then, I, then I've got it in there. But, but that's even kind of a challenge in the fact that um, Amazon controls the release of different APL versions, what's called view hosts. So they, Amazon's created a view host for the web. So it's an APL um, component that basically says, here's APL, which could include an AVG. Um, and it's a renderer of APL inside of a browser. Okay. So, so the web renderer for APL is controlled by Amazon and they don't necessarily release it when they release a new APL version. Exactly. So um, like APL Ninja right now is on version 1.9 because the view host for APL on the web was just uh, released or at least the, the last, the most recent code commit, it was four days ago. So there's is kind of a lag between... <laughs> Is that before makers. or after 22.1 or 2022? It, 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 it does include 22.1. In fact, the package.json has the version number of APL view host web as 2022.1.0. Okay. So, so, so it, it does have it so, in there. So but it I does have sure. it. It's just that APL Ninja hasn't had a chance to you to incorporate it. Yet. To consume that and do right. a new push out to their website with the, the latest version. <sighs> okay. Wow. I don't know. That was was that complicated? Because it seems a little complicated. <laughs> it seems more complicated than it should be. It was, is there anything else that's new in in twenty twenty two dot one? Just saying twenty twenty two dot one is complicated. Twenty twenty two dot one. Yeah, it is. Nope. Uh, no. That was those uh, video mute and additional support for Lottie. So, I mean, it's, it's great to see additional features rolling out. You know, that's always yeah. a good thing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm not really an animator and I don't have a Adobe After Effects and I don't, it would take a, sometimes I feel like, and, and that's probably good, that <laughs> tools that designers use or that Adobe would create for, for their customers it twists my head around. It's not, it's not necessarily the way I would think about things or it just takes. So I would love another tool um, that's more open source that I could create it. So for, you know, I like maybe, uh, I don't know, 
Inkscape has some sort of animation feature that allows you to export to Lottie files. I don't know. That would be that would be something that would be cool or interesting, or or even just a very basic. Like here is a uh, an SVG, and here's the different parts, and I can animate different parts, and even give me like a timeline that I can scrub to different keyframes and things, and then the output of, output of that would be a Lottie file. But you know, it would it would be cool to see like uh, two voice stubs where part of the logo comes in and another part comes up, or you know, an animation like that um, as a Lottie file. So if uh, Somebody out there in the world wants to do that. Uh, it would take me a long time to try to figure it out. Talk to us because we've got some some animation things we'd love to do. Um, so if, if you know how to do it, feel free to talk to us. Or if you've got other thoughts on you know uh, this new APL version or what's still missing from APL, what you'd like to see, or how you would use them, we'd love to hear from you as always. Uh, find us on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, comments below. Uh, reach out to us, you know, you know how to find us at this point, I hope. Um, any other thoughts, Mark? Nope, that was just a lot of, lot of, lot of to go over. Uh... <laughs> Two voice devs. Take care, everybody. Two voice devs. See you next week for our hundredth episode. One, zero, zero. Take care, everyone. <laughs>